0: That'll be it as todd smith blows it and the warriors make it win number six for the first time in a row since 2002 we all know what happened that year they beat the manly seagulls by 29 points to 22 at daniel anderson stadium and mount smart maratania a quarter with a try in the final 10 minutes to break the deadlock and sean johnson twice to the cake with a field goal. Kempi, they've got home, importantly, another two points on the NRL ladder as they head into the final two rounds of the season.
1: Yeah, and it, they've had to do it the hard way, haven't they? They've played against the side, Manly, that were playing for their life and planned for their position on the table hopefully to get them into the eight come the back end of the year. And for me, I think that's Manly season done and the Warriors another step closer to a top four finish in 2023. Man, it was a battle. It was a battle of the first half where so many points were scored at will every time that either team got into the opposition's red ball zone and are scoring three tries to Dalamo turning Zeleznak, three tries out this side to Jason Saab, but in the end, it came down to a break by Maratanua Kure and a 40-metre sprint, a decision from the referee, which was dubious on all accounts, and of course, Sean Johnson, cool as a cucumber, put it out of reach with a minute to go. The Warriors, they're alive and kicking. And singing the team song as well. The Warriors
0: faithful. They're happy. Their team stays inside the top four regardless of what happens with the Melbourne Storm this weekend. And pushing themselves towards the finals in a couple of weeks' time. They've secured a playoff, that's for sure. It's whether or not it's at home. You can text through any time on 8883. Jump on the phone line as well. 800 150 if you want to call us and give us your thoughts on the game. We will have the post-match press conferences for you between now and 11 o'clock. Plenty more analysis as well from myself and Kempe. We will keep an eye as well on the other game taking place. It has just kicked off between the Eels and the Roosters at Combat Stadium in Sydney. We'll take a short break here on Warriors Live, thanks to One New Zealand and uh, Alcoa Wheels at Transpects. When we come back, it is our post-game show. Welcome back into Warriors Live here on SCNZ. The Warriors victors this evening at Daniel Anderson Stadium in Auckland. 29 points to 22, a Sean Johnson field goal. And caught Akore try in the last 10 minutes. The separator at the end of the 80 minutes. You can text through any time on double eight double three, or you can call on 0800-150-811. Let us know how you viewed the game. And I'm sure uh, there's a couple of... Uh, a couple of breaths being taken, long, hard breaths after that one and how tense it was throughout the game. Uh, but let's now find out who our Bill People Player of the Day is. Thanks to Bill People, uh, New Zealand's top talent recruiter. Kenby who are you giving your three points to this evening?
1: Well, it was a tough one, wasn't it, on both sides of the pitch? I thought Daly Cherry Evans had an outstanding game for Manly, but unfortunately couldn't get them home against the Warriors side that just hung tough. I, look, a, a heap of errors in the game. Um, both sides just couldn't work for field position, especially in that first half with over 40 points being scored. Um, but at the end of the day, it had to come back down to the Blakes in the middle. And for me, Aidan Fanua, Blake, uh, he'd, he'd had another big game. He was really solid in the middle of the um, the park, taking the ball forward. He did get a little bit of a spell, Sammy, but then when he came back on, apart from that one error in his game, he was very, very solid uh, and, and, stre- and straightening up the middle of the park, which is at times needed uh, for the Warriors. So I'm going to give, give that uh, to Adam Fanua Blake tonight just for the, the solid effort once again. I think he would have run close to 200 metres um, as far as carrying the football, but defensively I thought he was very strong as well.
0: Well, Kim is texting on double double He has killed ora guys, what a tense game, Manly turned up. I've got to give Current and Surinan a wrap. They came on and were solid up the Warriors. Dallin gets her three points, or his three points, sorry, Kim. Uh, this evening uh, he got three, three tries himself, uh, so that is her Bill People Player of the Day. Right now, time for our GrainCorp Quality Moment. GrainCorp feeds your trusted partner for quality dairy feed options. Kimby, there's got to be a moment in that game that stood out Well, there's
1: only one, and it was the deadlock. It's when the decision was made, and we're going to hear plenty of it in the conference. We're going to hear plenty of it during the week with Annesley of whether or not the call was right, and that call should have gone back to Ruben Garrett to kick the goal and put them two points in front. But on the very next three plays, it went out to that right-hand side, and Sean Johnson... Found that inside runner in Maratu it's their, it's their pet play out there on the right hand side. And with 40 metres to go, he opened up the carburetors and he <laughs> leapt down and absolutely went flying down that right side to put the game back in the Warriors' favour with Sean Johnson kicking and icing that field goal with a minute to go. But for me, the big play, the Grand Court player of the day, was that Murato kore break, which put the game safely in the hands of the Warriors once again. Couldn't agree more with you, Campy.
0: Our uh, key matchups tonight, and there were three of them, we'll find out who took charge. Thanks to MGHS, the more you've been looking for, starting with the halves, uh, daily chair Evans, Sean Johnson. I felt like Sean Johnson still seems to be nursing some sort of injury camp. He wasn't at his usual best tonight. As influential as he was, though, uh, you might think that uh, Daly Cherry Evans just got the better of him this evening. Yeah,
1: and I thought Daly Cherry Evans had an outstanding game. You know, Manly won the game. Daly Cherry Evans picks up play of the day. It's unfortunate that there was a loser in the Manly side because he had a stellar game um, out there. Sean Johnson still, though, I don't think he was the, the worst player on the football field. Even though he's playing under a bit of a cloud, he's not kicking the ball as regular as he is. Uh, no goal kicking. He still um, put some try assists on, put his team in the right positions. And you've got to remember, those three tries that Dallin Martini-Zaliznak scored are all because of, sh- of, of Sean Johnson straying out that line, using his lead runners and getting that sweep sweeping runner, Chastical Crocs, they're free to allow Dallin Martini-Zaliznak that real estate on the outside. So uh, Daly Cherry Evans I think for me wins that one though tonight.
0: The second one was uh Ola Kawatu up against the two second rows for the Warriors Jackson Ford and Maratani Um look I don't know Maratani Akore I found was running uh, extremely well throughout the game Kempi. but obviously that try did just put the icing off it so who do you give the, uh, the match up to on that one? Yeah
1: I give it to Nua Kawatu I, I think he's. Uh, it was a battle all night You know, Kawatu down here on this right hand side in the end he came up with two B errors and gave the Warriors the field position to get won the field goal, but two, the win with a minute to go. So Noah uh, Nookori, on the other hand, he had one, one job to do. That was run into space and score from 40 out. He iced it uh, and picks up that, that, uh, that win up against Ulukowatu.
0: And then finally, uh, the two interchange players, Josh Schuster and Dylan Walker. You felt like Dylan Walker uh, didn't provide as much impact as he had over the last couple of weeks, maybe looking a little bit tired, Kempe, but did, did he win the match-up tonight? Yeah,
1: he did, and I think he needs a rest. I think Dylan Walker needs to take a, you know, maybe a couple of days off training and just to freshen up um josh Schuster i think will play uh new south wales cup next week
0: and uh those are our key matchups thanks to mghs the more you've been looking for finally it is our toughest of the day someone who put the heart and soul out there uh, throughout the 80 minutes and uh our toughest of the day is thanks to ud trucks your premium everyday truck that'll go the extra mile who went the extra mile tonight kempie
1: Dallin martini zeleznak not only did he score three tries but he played uh, 60 minutes on a bung knee and i think we're going to hear a little bit more about that during the week I'm, I'm picking that he doesn't play next week. I think a bit of swelling will get into that knee tonight. Uh, A hell of a lot of recovery will be needed for him to come uh, right in seven days on Friday night when they face St. George here at Mount Smart Stadium. Um, But Dallin Wotini-Zalizniak, tough as nails tonight, getting through that 80 minutes of football.
0: So there you go. You can call through on 0800-1508-11, or you can send your text through. We've got one in here that says, wow, what a heart attack pref- uh, avoided. A wow heart attack avoided. Prefer your radio commentary. We'll watch it on Prime now. Joe says, tough player of the night for me, Fanua Blake, 192 metres. Player of the game, there Sean Johnson, short ball near Cora. That was the player of the game. Sorry, the moment of the game was the Garrick no penalty, and the bench player was current. He was strong all night. Finally, Dean says, few lucky calls, but great D in the second half. Good call, lads, that is from Dean. And I think that's been a bit of a sticking point, Kempi, over the last couple of games. Despite the Warriors not playing at their best, it's that goal line defence, that end zone, that red zone defence that has sort of helped them get over the line and get the two points.
1: Well, what you've got to do when you're looking at these games, so they've played the Tigers, the Titans, and Manly, okay? Now, if you think about playing Melbourne, Penrith, and Brisbane, do they get those three results? And for me, the answer is no, okay? They don't get the results. Not playing that type of football and allowing leaky defence like that get on your right-hand side. Because if you get field position like that against Brisbane and Penrith, they can defend well enough to keep you out and make you pay. Mm. You know what I mean? So they need to fix that defensive up. They're not going to win a premiership if the defence is leaking points like that, especially 20 in the first half, uh, up against the Penrith and the Brisbane Broncos side, and definitely Melbourne if they get Hills and back. So for me, three weeks in three weeks, they've got plenty of work to do. But once again, scratchy getting home with the two points and really important like I said, Sammy, in the preview, who do we want to face? Do we want to face Brisbane one and four, or do we want to face? Uh, sorry, Penrith one and four. Or do we want to face Brisbane two and three?
0: And uh, it's unfortunate for Andrew Webster, can't be that tonight's when doesn't secure that top four because then you probably would have had the luxury of being able to rest guys in the next two games. But still, they're trying to fight. Uh, their way, uh, or keep inside the top four with Melbourne and the Sharks now chomping at their heels, so uh, it's important that even if he does rest players, you know, he's not resting the whole side and he's not uh, letting too many of his key players out, but there does seem to be some tired bodies out there, and the difference between, I think, the Warriors and teams like Melbourne and Penrith Kemp, is that they've been there before, they've done that, so they know what's required, especially Ivan Cleary, he knows no matter who he rests and whatever team he puts out, he knows what his players can do, and he knows how to get the best out of them. Webster's in his first year, a lot of these Warriors guys are playing together for the first year. So they're still trying to work out uh, their team identity a little bit and find out who they are. They don't have that luxury. Of, uh, of being able to rest guys and still knowing that they can deliver when it comes to finals.
1: No, and, it, and it's unfortunate, isn't it? Because there's a couple of them that need it and you get Mitch Barnett that gets out of jail because they get the win tonight, gets a rest, probably comes back a little bit fresher. Yet you've got players like Aidan Fenora, blake I think, is starting to look a little bit tired. Of course, with Dylan Walker, I think, definitely needs a rest. Um, the loss of Jazz to Varga and the shape of their bench going into a final series up against the likes of the Brisbane, Melbourne and Penrith. Um, so, mate... I don't think he rests anyone in the next uh, two games. I think against Saint George, against Dolphins, he's probably going to have to play his best sides to make sure that he's got the got the four points in the bag. And coming down to that last game, it isn't really going to be about whether the Warriors uh, win or lose. It's going to be about where they actually end up on the on the. Uh, table and who they play the fo- the first week of the final series, uh, for me that that would sort of start to become your focus at the moment as far as planning goes. Experience, Rice well, you hit the nail right on the head, Sammy. He's been there before, Ivan. He's been there before, Ballyake. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And you got to think, Kevy Walters has won enough finals under, underneath Wayne Bennett uh, himself to understand uh, he should know what he do he, he needs to do to get into that uh, that position to to put his team in the best shape um, possible to. to to fire through September. So, mate, it's interesting over the next couple of weeks. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really happy that the Warriors won tonight because for me – out of everything, it's really important that they finish in the four if there are any chance of push through September.
0: Currently six points to nil. The Eels over the Roosters at combat Stadium. Ten minutes gone in that game. Uh, try to Bryce Cartwright. Uh, so the Eels ahead of the Roosters. Both of those teams playing for their seasons as well, outside of the eight, as it stands. Uh, we are hoping to bring the press conferences to you between Andrew Webster and Anthony Seabold. Uh, when they come up, we'll bring them to you as soon as we can. But we'll take a short break here on Warriors Live. Thanks to One New Zealand and Alcoa Wheels at transpex Plenty more analysis to come. If you want to give us a call, 800 one five oh eight eleven. We'll be back in a moment. Warriors live. Welcome back into Ander- uh, Daniel Anderson Stadium here at Mount Smart. At Go, media, this Go media and Mount Smart and stadiums and Daniel I, Anderson. I just want to say,
1: Sam, I just want to say, Sam, what a mm, night for Daniel Anderson. Like, great he night. Sit, he's sitting in Australia. He's got his family around him. He's watching the game. It's like twenty four thousand people It'll be like two thousand and two rolling into the finals. You know where we actually packed the stadium out and people just you know crammed and wanting to support us and the old boys here as well what a night for him mm. i have to say that
0: yeah Absolutely, and uh, great for them to get the two points there as well. 29 points to 22, the scoreboard reads in favour of the Warriors I'll just run through the try scorers for you quickly Jake Arthur opened the scoring for the Manly Seagulls and just the first minute, was a knock on by Bunty Afar after 15 seconds Manly then turned that into the first full pointer of the evening, courtesy of Jake Arthur Tohu Harris responded six minutes later for the Warriors in the seventh minute, and then it was Dallin with lesniak in the eleventh and uh, Dallin with tenis again in the sixteenth, that took the Warriors out to a 16 points to six lead, and then Jason Saab responded with two tries of his own in the 18th and 29th. And we went into the halftime break, 22 points to 16, the, uh, sorry, 22 points all. Because Jason Saab did score just before halftime. Then after halftime, Dallon watanese uh scored in the 50th minute. And then it was Marata Niakore who opened the game in the 72nd, went through and scored the game-winning try. Sean Johnson icing it with a field goal in the 78th minute. And that leads us to 29 points to 22. It wasn't the most convincing performance once again from the Warriors, but they did get two points against a Manly side that was fighting for their season and to stay alive and to try and make their way into the top eight. And a Manly side that has always had an edge over the Warriors, particularly here in Auckland. In fact, they've won 11 of the past 15 games here at Mount Smart. Not tonight. That one uh, rules in favour of the Warriors. Got a couple of texts coming in here on 8883. We are going to try and bring you the press conferences as well between uh, Andrew Webster... And uh, Anthony Siebold, let's try and get to some of these, though, uh, quickly. Kempi from Tim and the 0-9 says, uh, Hi, Sam. Kempi says, Warriors forwards are tired. How does he base this on all the teams of the same issues? Last year, we lose that game, get pumped probably by 30. But this team adjust, they change to the game. Go the wires. That's from Tim and the 0-9. Yeah,
1: I love, you, love your passion, Tim. And, and the reason why the Warriors forwards are, are getting tired is because their rotations are... Uh, and the length of time that they've been playing on the football field ain't is nothing like last year. So don't don't base this side's effort on what they uh, have been doing in COVID over in Australia for the last two years, because it's totally different. All right, You've got A- Aiden Fanua-Blake, for instance, playing uh, close to 70 minutes. He's played 68 minutes to 65 minutes the last two weeks, I think it is. Um, and he's going to start to tie. So they need to make sure that they get those rotations right, especially around him if he's needed at that. Uh, September window with a little bit more left in his legs because the speed of the game will be picked up through the semifinals and if you have a look at Dylan Walker and the way that he's playing his impact coming off the bench especially in the last two weeks has somewhat been nullified um, because he is a little bit flat okay and and that's just because of his energy and his levels are always at a at a high level and an expectation uh, that we've come to to know and um, I've said this to Sam what you had at the beginning of the year Simon is you've got all these players that are playing career-defining seasons at the same time. And now what we've got is ebbs and flows of different players coming in and out of form. And that's where the coaching starts to happen. So Andrew Webster at the moment, heard Stacey Jones talk to us on Wednesday that Mitch Barnett, although he's injured, the break has come really well for him because he's starting to tire. Um, And the same will happen with a couple of other players. I just don't know whether or not they've got the luxury of giving them a rest. So what you do during your week is where you try and get that rest into them. I'm expecting that to happen more regularly now between now and the and the first week of September. So uh, there'll be there'll be some players wrapped up in cotton wool, but it won't be game day. It'll be during the week.
0: There you go, Tim, from the 09 there, texting on 8833. Um, Aras texts in as well, says, uh, says, Evening lads, left edge did look soft tonight. Does Ed Cossi get a chance before finals? Pompey and Montoya looked out of sorts. Also, uh, wouldn't... Uh, Tafai Sipley look good back in a Warriors jumper. Would be good to get some ex Warriors back. Sipley, Papaliti maybe for Telemarina, that's from Alas.
1: I don't think we got the budget, but Sipley did look good tonight. He he um he really muscled up, I thought, up against Zane Fanua Blake in the first half. There's a real good battle going on there in the middle of the park. As far as uh, do we get uh, a change on the wing. Ed I, th- I think we get Ed Cossi on, but I, I think it'd be for Dallan Watini's I don't mm. think he'll play next week. I think he'll get a bit of swelling in his knee tonight. Uh, be a bit of recovery. It'll take a few days to get over, and I don't think they'll risk him, uh, considering how valuable he is on the on the try scoring sheet for them. So, possibly see Kocsi running out against St George here next Friday uh, Friday night. But far far as the salary cap goes, I don't think they have enough money to go back and start uh, picking up players like that. Because you've got to think, you know, simply when he was here, uh, he'd probably be on. Maybe under 100 grand. Yeah, now that he's a starting front row for Manly, you'd have to think that his value's probably tripled or even quadrupled now that he's a starting front row in, in first grade.
0: Sam's texture on double eight, double three. Hey lads, I thought this was a very good win tonight. Manly were very good. Their line speed was quick all night and they put us under a lot of pressure. Yes, our D was bad in the first half, but we fixed that in the second and played high percentage footy. Got the job done. It's not easy playing these sides who have the freedom to throw the ball around and Manly have proven. proven they can foot it with the best when they want to. Exactly what we need as we run towards finals footy. I'll take the three tries to DWZ as I jumped on him for chop try scorer a few weeks ago. That's from Sam.
1: Yeah, and, and you're dead right. Like they both fixed up their D in the second half because there was only uh, another try Two tries, yeah. um, or either side in it. So, you know, they've, they've gone away. The coaches have spoken about it and, and done exactly that, worked on their field position and come up with a... The major error because they said that it'll come down to error that'll get them in the position to score the try to win the game, and and thankfully that it fell on, on onto the Warriors' side. With that, it's going to be contentious, as we talked about in the conference of the coaches this afternoon. It'll definitely go to Annesley to get his reaction on it. But once again, as we said, Sammy, running into the final series, you're going to have these decisions. You're either going to have a referee bunker, an injury, or a suspension that's going to play out and, and affect. Uh, these sides um, runs into the final and during the finals and for me that decision there probably put the nail in Manly season I think that's them done for the year
0: Well let's catch up with uh, the Manly coach Anthony Shebold who was alongside Daly Cherry Evans the captain
2: as well Well you saw the game um, you know we are brave we were tough uh, so we're just trying to get our best team on the park mate so that's the way it looked this week I'll have, it, have a look at um, our injuries and who's available next week and we'll come up with the best 17 for next week as well. Any other injury concerns? From... Oh, we well, saw Ruben Garrick. Like he, he couldn't run. So yeah, he's an injury concern. Um, Ray Ray he just came off with some, some cramping, so he'll be fine. But uh, Ruben's obviously a concern.
0: Seeing so, the team
3: to go across their to that
2: right edge, and explore the worries were, was it something that was people just Um, yes, yeah, certainly we wanted to use our weapons. Uh, I think. Um, you know, we asked a lot of questions. You know, we scored 22 points against a good defensive team in a half of footy, you know. So that should have been enough points for us. Um, unfortunately, um, you know, a few things didn't go our way. We put a little bit of pressure on ourselves. And the New Zealand team are a good side. So, um, you yeah, they were able to capitalise on, on any errors or penalties that, um, you yeah, we made to, to give them the field position. What did you think of that challenge over it? It was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. It's ridiculous, mate. Look, everyone here, like that's a penalty every day of the week. Now, the rule says it's not with regards because the ball bounced or it wasn't a kick. But how many times do we pull tackles up for a slight crusher, give a penalty? someone, you know, slipping up from, from you know, chest to, to the jaw, and there's a penalty. Look, how many times? we're well, fair can Let us be serious, right? You know, so we go two points in front with six to go there. They get the ball back. Ruben can't run. We make a poor, you know, poor defence and error, error, but our fullback can't run. And we're saying it's not a dangerous tackle. I reckon it's ridiculous. And it's two weeks in a row. And I'll get a phone call from Dave Fairley or somebody tomorrow from the NRL. And they'll apologise or say, oh, look, you know, you know, that's the, the correct decision. Or, you know, it wasn't a dangerous tackle. It was a dangerous tackle. He's injured. Like, he couldn't finish the game. And it's our season on the line, so I am pissed off about it. But our CEO will cop a, a, a call from Graeme Annersley, and Graeme will come out on the video on Monday, and they'll go through the rigmarole of it. But that is dead set, penalty, And it's two weeks in a row we've got dark decisions. Two weeks in a row against top four teams, and you need to bounce of the ball, you need a, need a call to go your way. I couldn't be more proud of the boys. They fought hard, but ultimately weren't good enough. And the growth for us is to handle some of those decisions. But it should have been two in front with six to go. And I'm just sick of it. Because I bite my tongue, right? I'm not a coach who comes out and, and has a win. But I, I'm sick of it. The double on safety. Well, of course it is, mate. Like everyone in here, you ask me the question because it's a, a notable tackle, right? You wouldn't have asked it otherwise. You a... Well, it is concerning for me, mate, because I don't understand the rules anymore. Look, that we give the we give a penalty away for the slightest slip-up from from shoulder to, to chin, or the slightest person adding a bit of weight on somebody's neck. It's ridiculous. And it's two weeks in a row. I can't wait to talk to Dave Fairley or Graham and say, whoever's gonna give me a call tomorrow, I can't wait. Daly, yourself as a player, just touching off
3: what Anthony said about the rule kind of being accurate and judgment that it's not... I think we all understand the rule. The rule's not in in contention here. It's the dangerous position. If that's not a dangerous position, I don't know what it is. I don't know. That's the rules apparently. So what are we meant to do? So all we can do is play to the rules.
2: But if that's not dangerous, I don't know
3: what is, mate.
0: Anthony,
2: you say that the season was on the line tonight, so yeah, of course it was. We can't, we can't make it now. So of course we're frustrated because, you know, we we fought really hard this season. Um, And ultimately, we haven't been good enough to to make the playoffs again. And and over the off-season, we need to find out a way why. Like, I think it might be only four out of the last 10 years that we as a club have made the finals, so we'll work hard to improve. Um, But I'm frustrated at the moment because it's two weeks in a row where we've got Doug calls. Um, Sorry, just to confirm, so Lumen, is it sort of like a call? No, no, he's, he's hurt his back. He couldn't run. He's in there getting attention from the doctor. And we pull every other tackle up. And we talk about safety, but you know what? It is when it wants to be. We want to talk about a safe game when it wants to be, and then we get that. So I, I, literally, I you know, I, I understand the rule about the kick. It wasn't from a kick. I get it. That is right. But it's a dangerous tackle, and we've got a duty to care of the players. Anyway, can't wait to talk. I can't wait to talk to, to, to someone from the outer NRL tomorrow. Can't wait. It'd be awesome.
4: Chris,
3: have you been, Sean, this year? He's had a fantastic season and um, any halfback in the top four at the moment is obviously a, a vital part to their season success. So um, Sean's had a fantastic year and um, we've played a lot of footy against each other so it's great to see him back and playing really
2: good. Has anyone got in a cooper hat? Thanks, Has anyone got in a cooper hat here? <laughs> What is he saying there, Kevin?
1: He's saying, has anyone got a Kruber hat here? Because he thinks he's Eddie Jones. That's what he's saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, And I, look, I picked it. Of course, if I'm watching the game there and that decision's come out six minutes out in front of the goalpost where two points is on offer and it's a dangerous tackle. And for all money, people that know the game go, that's actually a penalty. And the referee hasn't given it. And what he's saying in that Anthony Seabold, is that he'll come out and get all the apologies under the sun from the NRL, but it's their season. They're done. They're done and dusted on a bad decision from a referee, and I called it Sammy. These games will come down where bad referee decisions can ruin not only um, team seasons, but coaches' careers. And it's I'll, I'll tell you what I'm really impressed about is Danny Cherry Evans and how calm he was through that. He was very disappointed. Uh, in that outcome there it's, it's not as if they go two points in front and win the game but it's such a, a swing in momentum as far as that decision goes which gives the Warriors an opportunity to go down and win the game by seven um, and I'm happy that the Warriors done that but when, when anyone who knows anything about rugby league sees that played out and it will be played out all week that's a penalty for for, for any money.
0: A Texan here says, Evening lads, Seabold clearly learnt something from his time working with Eddie Jones. You could probably put those two uh, press conferences side by side that look very similar. We'll take a break here on Warriors Live. Hopefully, we'll bring you a press conference between uh, Andrew Webster and maybe Captain Toru Harris as well. Stay with us. Welcome back into Warriors Live on SNZ. This is 29 points to 22, the Warriors victors over the Manly Seagulls at our Daniel Anderson Stadium here
1: in Auckland. Was that a seagull?
0: No, it was a sea eagle. Oh, okay. Um, which I actually have no idea what a seagull actually is, Ken It's know a seagull. Is it? I don't know. Waiting <laughs> for the press conference between Andrew Ebb, so maybe Toru <laughs> Harris as well, which hopefully will happen very, very shortly. Um, right now it is 12 points to six. The Roosters uh, over the... Uh, Parramatta Eels at Combank Stadium James Tedesco, Joseph uh, Swalii. the two try scorers for the Roosters Bryce Cartwright for the Eels a text that came in here from Tristan said uh, hey Kempe and Sam I think the Warriors have really dropped off oh I've just lost it. There we go. The Warriors have really dropped off. Regardless if they finish in the top four, the Warriors will be out in two sets. Their defence has really dropped and the teams are now learning to stifle their attacking game. The stronger teams in the eight will have the better of them come finals. Great season in any case, underweb. So that's from Tristan, who doesn't quite have the faith, can be, that some of the other Warriors fans have at the moment.
1: No. Well, look, come come September, it's a totally new ball game. Okay? The, you, you're going to have to remember that come September, you've played all year to get there. And you get a bounce in your step. Everyone does, and I'm not just talking about the Warriors. I'm talking about everyone that's in the finals gets a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of spark. And it's whether or not they can harness that and get back to all playing from the same and singing from the same song sheet. And at the moment, what we've seen, Tristan, is we're just seeing a dip in form across the board, which we haven't seen all year. Um, but we're still getting the job done, and, and and that's the great thing about it. They're hanging in there. They're still keeping their confidence up up high and Webster knows that he can work with his team to continually try and make them improve. So uh, I am I still think it's too early to call it. I think, you know, we've got to see how they go into the, the last week of football against the Dolphins um, and how that final week actually plays out, Sammy, whether or not we play Penrith, uh, whether or not we play Brisbane. You know, I'm, I'm thinking if it's Brisbane, we stay up in Brisbane after the Dolphin game, spend the week up there. This mm-hmm. sort of makes a little bit of sense, doesn't it? <laughs> um, Hachi if you're listening, but you know we'll we'll just we'll see how it pans out because if they finish fourth, play Penrith, mate. Well, that's a game too. That you know, if you if you really want to go out and you want to play in the grand final, will you get your grand final in week one? Mm. There you go when that knock them out, make them go and fight fight their way to get back into the the preliminary final, the major one, and uh, then all bets are off, you know, and, the, and you get on the right side of the draw and possibly meet them again in the grand final. So. It's a, there's a lot to play for. I, I do agree they're scratchy at the moment. on their left edge. You know, you've know got to remember, too, that although they talk about uh, Montoya and Pompey getting caught out on that left edge, the reason why they're getting caught out on the left edge, and we will go back to that halfback play, is the halfbacks and the lead runners, when you've got uh, Daddy Cherry Evans and Sean Johnson that can straighten up a line with a back right, and you've got Olokowatu and you've got Nuwakore that can run those type of lines, that that, that five eights who sit in those three and defenders stat, sit at, all of a sudden, you've got two defenders marking up on three or four players. And they've got no choice but to make a decision. Um, and if they make it together, they get caught short, like they did with Dallin and zeliznak He's got a free run to the try line. Or you hang back and they just run through you anyway. And, and either, like we saw with uh, Pompey gets the ball back on the inside to uh, Luke Metcalf, he scores, and, and you're still going to get done anyway. So there's a lot of work to be done across the board. I think there's a lot of form to be found going into the next two weeks. But we're still hanging in there. We haven't dropped the game. We've won six in a row, which is the first time that we've done for quite a while. Um, and as long as we finish in the fourth, and I'll continue to say that, you've always a chance of winning it.
0: I will say as well, uh, plenty of the other top uh, eight sides have had those sort of dips in form. The Penrith Panthers started the season pretty slowly, and had a bad run uh, after about four or five weeks. And the Broncos even had a period as well where they lost three or four uh th- games in the space of five or six so uh, all the teams do go through these sort of uh, form slumps it just so happens the Warriors are having theirs uh, towards the end of the regular season they might be able to turn it around next week against the Dragons and then finish off strong against the Dolphins we're seeing Andrew Webster walking across the field in front of us heading towards the press box so what we might do is just take our last break give us plenty of time uh, to hear from him and Captain Toru Harris as well so stay with us here on Warriors Live thanks to One New Zealand and Alcoa Wheels at Transpects. Welcome back into Warriors Live here on SCNZ. We have Andrew Webster and Tor Harris in the press conference now. We will cut straight to them to hear their thoughts after the game. If I, I question,
3: no,
4: <laughs> <a> I <little> can't <bit. laughs> <happened>. uh, do <laughs> it. Keep liking questions.
3: Keeps pretty good grooms there. Um, how satisfying was that performance? Oh. Yeah, it was, it was relieving. Um, the first half, we didn't defend well at all. Um, we had a real good talk at halftime and, and I heard a couple of senior players saying that we're not gonna chase this game. We're gonna grind our way to victory and we had a shutout, so zero points from them in the second half. Um, thought we went after them defensively. We put pressure on them through our defence. Um, we still made it hard for ourselves um, with some errors at times. Uh, I think we had three errors on kickoffs sets um, tonight which is always going to put you under pressure but um, we normally defend them and we didn't defend them in the first half so um, second half really proud they were on our trial line quite quite a bit there and we did a great job to turn them away and um, some, we made our own luck defensively in the second half which was yeah we defend our way to a win which is good. How well,
2: encouraging time you can now make the and start to refine the game
3: yeah, it's,
4: it's very encouraging, um, but it's I, I honestly think it's something that we've shown that we can do all year. Like we've been in tough tough spots um, at different times throughout the year and, and we've been able to uh, find a way um, and tonight was another example of that and I, we, we've got to do a better job at not putting ourselves in that position. But um, like we've spoken about it to the team after the game on like the fact that we can um, show some resilience, come out in the second half and and get back into the grind and, and hold a good attacking side out. Um, you know that, that shows we've got something in us. We,
0: we've seen down
3: the score, those men he's surprised already in season it almost become the norm for him to then run back, cut inside, then double, couple of the score. To the Unbelievable. Straight. Is he the best way <clears throat> in the field, Oh, I, the way he's playing, he's got to be. Yeah, not only that, Like, I think his defence is come a long way, how reliable he is, and understanding where he's got to be for the team and make the, the right decision It's just unbelievable. Um, his yardage carries are unbelievable. So the the, the tries, are the icing on the cake, like he's, like, and I've got to give him <coughs> praise for that because he's a freak at it, he's unbelievable. But, and that try back on the inside was great. But his, his defence, his yardage carries, how reliable he is for the team, uh, unbelievable. So, uh, yeah, I, I think he's in great form and... Yeah, he's got to be one of the best NRL wingers, if not the best. But he's definitely the best player on the field tonight, that's for sure. um, The left-fetch defence
4: was our concern. Was that Jason South went went through three times at first half. Yep. Did
3: Jason look Linder or was it issues with you guys? No, issues with us. I mean, all due respect to Jason, he just had to be on the end of some good football from Manly and he's fast, so he's good at that. Um, But they created some really good things and we didn't defend it in our systems. And the boys know it. they're talking about it, and they're not, not us having to tell them. They know what they what they want to improve on. So, yeah, it was, um, yeah, not not by our standards. That left edge, not. And you see
4: ball pretty filthy. That there wasn't
3: a <coughs> um, chances tackled over the Which one? I don't um, know. On the charge down. On the charge down, the ball bounced. Yeah. So the ball bounces off a charge turn. The ball rolls, kicks up, like fair game. Like, that's what that's what the rule is, isn't it? Is that why they adjudicated it that way? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure about like, yeah, I'll leave it at that. That's-, should, that's it, should it be the rule? Should it be the rule? Yeah, should be the rule. Because the ball's rolling, kicks up and bounces. Where does everyone want chance to go? It's scary, I get it, but it's not like, Chance is competing so hard for that football and then Ruben jumps and clips him. Like, yeah. Unless I'm wrong, and the bunker had an hour to think about it and made the wrong decision, but if that's the rule, then I don't see why it should be a penalty. And earlier in the week, you mentioned you want to see the players switch on a bit more mentally. Yep. I saw it in the second half. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I saw bits of it in the first half, but yeah, second half I thought we were very good at that. Um, still some errors, but I just want us to switch on. Like we're not going to be perfect, um, but to defend your trial on for long periods. Like, we don't want to be there yeah. on our trial line, but if we are, we need to defend it. And I thought we did that really well in the second half. Yeah. Six a row
2: for the
3: first time since 2002, last coach to that mark was Dan Anderson, just kind of putting it tonight. Does that mean anything for you to match that mark? Oh, just, just what a night for Ando, really. You know, I just thought the way, um, what the club did for him and what he's done for our club, I thought it was awesome. And um, yeah, to be a part of six wins, um, same as what Ando went through with a great side, um, I hope we can go on and be uh, a great side like they are. So um, yeah, it's a little bit of history, which is always good. Um, but yeah, I thought tonight was really special for, for Ando. What was the story we played in um, in La also about so Marcelo, Marcelo, sorry, was the concussion. Um, we cleared and then the NRL said he had to go and then Wade um, was a little bit tight um, but he's pulled up really good. Just wanted to get a check on him and um, we had Freddie there so we decided to pull the trigger on that one. So. Uh, yes, but he's... Honest, honestly, we think he's no drama at all. Any update on Jazz? Jazz, um... Scans will tell us more, um, but we're, we're thinking it's, its we don't think the season's over or anything. We think it's positive news. Um, he won't play next week, that's for sure. But um, yeah, it's, we, we didn't know if it was, like, but what it was. Um, we knew it was hamstring, but we didn't know how bad it was. So once once we get through um, the next couple of days, we'll know more. Hmm.
2: Well,
3: obviously, Whitty really gets a lot of the sort of praise for how things are going, but any thoughts on
4: the wider coaching group? <laughs> <laughs> this is the co- so basically, I hope this is a stitch up. Right? No, do no, not no, do no, it. No, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, the, co- the coaches have been, um, all of them have been outstanding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we actually call them the Diamond Dogs. So. No, I don't know if you've watched Ted Lasso, but. I knew um, that was coming. Yeah, we call the group the, the Diamond Dogs. They're they even a good, like, Give you a good shoulder to lean on if you need some <laughs> advice and um are lasso over here and... <laughs> <laughs> There you go,
0: Toru Harris and Andrew Webster are getting a little bit jovial towards the end there, but some interesting comments uh, from the head coach and the captain. Good to hear that uh, the Jazz Tavunga news might be a little bit more positive than initially thought, Campy, because he's a massive part of this Warriors team as they push towards the playoffs.
1: Yeah, it is, and uh, he's a player that they're going to need. Um, yeah, good to hear. Good to hear that Andrew Webster and the boys are in still in good spirits. So good to get another win, Sammy. It's all about re- uh, recovery now, getting ready for next Friday night here, and I, I guess. You can't get a ticket if you're going to buy one. Buy one tomorrow because they'll probably be sold out by
2: Wednesday.
0: Up against the St George Illawarra Dragons, who are sitting in the second to last position on the NRL ladder, so another one that the Warriors will feel like they can uh, they can get two points against and have a very good win. Currently, 18 points to six, the Roosters leading the Eels at half time in that game. Two tries to James Tedesco in that particular match. Tonight, though, it is the Warriors who get the two points once again. 29 points to 22 over the Sea Eagles. Their sixth consecutive win. And the first time they've done that since 2002 as the team pushed towards the finals. We'll have all the live commentary here on ECNZ, including next Friday night live here from Go Media Stadium, Mount Smart against the Dragons, myself and Kempe. Logue's up here as well. Big shout out to Robbie back in the booth too. Thanks for joining us this evening. We'll see you next Friday.